You're listening to the Known Legacy Podcast, brought to you by Known Legacy Ministries. For more information, go to knownlegacy.org. Now here's your hosts, Bill and Travis. Well, let me just start off by saying this. If you have not listened yet to last week's podcast with Bob. Go back. Go back. Yeah. And do a favor. And this might be one that you need to sit down in the living room, turn off the TV, and just listen yeah. to what he has to say. Because um, it, it real quick, uh, Bob is uh, first-generation uh, Chinese, and yep. uh, he was part of Tiananmen Square. And uh, he came to faith later on, and now he has a heart and a passion for uh, rescue and the rescue mission that's happening yeah. in China for those who are being persecuted for their faith in Jesus Christ. And, um, man, it is it is worth the 40 minutes that you can invest into that, I yeah. promise you. Is that Absolutely. fair to say, Bill? Yeah, and I think, you know, so Bob, quick, long story, founder of China Aid. China Aid. Escaped to America after being persecuted. I mean, just again, his book was incredible. And I think I've listened to it twice and I listened to it on the one, the second, second or third time, maybe it was third time on the way over to, uh, to Korea as he was like three rows in front of me, and I'm like, "That's the guy that did all this." <laughs> and and you just and you you think about the persecution. There's some crazy things in there, but but the thing I love about it mainly is is amidst what seemed like broken and terrible situations, Bob's like, "I'm not going to give up, and I'm going to share the gospel." But I'm going to share the gospel and realize that people need this hope in the midst of the the probably the darkest culture one of the darkest cultures in our society, the Chinese communist government. So I think there's, there's a lot to bring awareness to, and I think that's the biggest thing. And for me, it has wrecked me. You know, when I was over in Korea, and I remember the, when it really destroyed me as I'm, ta- as I'm thinking about it, you know, as things come back up to your, to your mind, and there was this, the, this element of at the end of our sessions, we would give a certificate to people because there were all these amazing teachers. Again, I'm sitting there in this, in this you know, quorum of people, who are teachers and doctors and amazing. And I'm like, what am I doing here? You know, <laughs> but at the end we get to pray over all yes, of these yes. Chinese pastors. Now, when we were, we were over there, we actually, about 80% of them got stopped at the border and said, listen, if you go over, we're going to put you in jail when you get back. Cause this is an anti-Chinese conference that China wow. Aid is putting on. Right. And so we all kind of got like blacklisted, but we're all scared, you know, and it's crazy. And we're, I, mean, I wouldn't say scared, but we're all like, whoa, well, like all these people got stopped. Communist party, uh, agents following you guys and we actually notes and and everything else we did we did and so so in the midst of this though at the very end these the people who had made it through who had come in and had gotten the training we're we're praying over all these individuals and uh and and they they knew that there was a really good chance that they were going to go back and go to go to prison and they weren't praying that they wouldn't go to prison they were praying for boldness right so when they go back to prison they may preach the word with boldness and that, that for me was, there's two takeaways. The, the one takeaway was, um, it's time for us to become comfortable being uncomfortable. Yeah. And that's going to be a hard shift for many of us in the church. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think there's going to be a huge blessing in that. The second one is how Bob con- conveyed the different stages towards persecution, right? Yeah, yeah. And um, I was just like, oh, wow. Yeah, that's that's exactly where we're at. Yeah. And, like, that's why you need to go back and listen to the podcast. It's fantastic. Yeah. So, Kyle, um, for you, what yes. were some of the takeaways from you in the conversation with Bob? Well, <clears throat> there. so I've been fortunate to hear Bob at our church twice, so I would say a couple things. We got 2% of his story. Yeah. Um, 
and it's just amazing. It's just it just floors you whenever you hear him. I, I would suggest we post the video from our church service where he had the family yeah. that he had just rescued. They, yes. They were, I don't know, was it a year? They were. They went all over the world trying to get him here. Yep. And yep. I don't know where they are now, but I think we should post that if people want to yeah. go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We that. can find that video. We'll try to get the so link that to that. Link, yeah, the link will be in the description. We'll have that. It's a Absolutely. YouTube video as well. You can just click right on there. I, I think for me it hit me because what he said when he talked about persecution in the prison, that it didn't it didn't cause him to lack joy. Right. He's like, there's a supernatural right. thing right. That, that I think even in my mind, I'm like, well, this is going to hurt. But I think what it also does is it opens a door to a joy and a peace that we don't even know right. here. You know, you know, we've we've talked about this before that, that there's a there's a belief that there's this like satanic lullaby on the church in America oh. where it just people are like, if I do this and do this and do this, all it'll equal I'm and happy. If I don't make any waves and if I don't stand up and if I don't get involved yeah. in it somehow People will come to their senses and will return back to a uh, nostalgic 1950s. Exactly. It ain't going to happen, people. No. It ain't going to happen. Well, and that's it. Like, And so there's this thing of, and that's not even fulfillment. That's not the abundant life. I think what, right. he just, what he just described was the abundant life. Right. Was people going, listen, I'm in prison for my faith, but what I really believe is, man, this is... This is the place I need to be in. It's it's the like I can't even describe the blessing. And I'm not saying as as they're getting beaten, they're they're laughing. I'm talking about the fact that there is a joy that, and a peace that passes understanding that we don't even acknowledge or right. understand. Well, and, and and his attitude and posture towards the Communist Party and even his uh, the the prison guards. He didn't have hate or contempt for them. No. He had a genuine desire. For their spiritual well-being. Yeah. And he and the others who find themselves in prison see all of this as an opportunity to proclaim the good news like Paul and Saul and any number of other prisoners in the book of Acts to be able to proclaim this good news, this hope that they have of something that's greater. And he started the whole conversation off with, and I think we need to be reminded of this, because we know our eternity, because we know where this story ends, we have the confidence to boldly go and proclaim the things that we need to go to and proclaim yeah. because we know Christ is on our side. Yeah. You know? Yeah, that there's a power, like there's a there's an empowerment by the Spirit that almost like, well, it doesn't make sense. You know I mean? I know, in, I know in my journey, I know in probably your journeys too, the more that we follow God, the more it doesn't make sense. Correct. And, you're, and I think in this, you open up a door to almost more like, this doesn't make sense. But it makes sense. Like, I'm seeing the big picture. You see the big picture. And even him, it's like he, he knows. You know, I remember when a few, uh, like two years ago, he won an award. It's called the Wilberforce Award. And when, when he went up, and I, I didn't want to say this to him when he's on the camera, but when he went up there, he didn't even talk about himself. Right. He started listing off his brothers and sisters who had, and when I mean brothers, brothers and sisters in the, in the gospel, brothers and sisters, followers of Christ, who died for their faith who died for their faith and the people who he wanted people to know, listen, these people, their lives are not in vain. And he didn't look at it like, oh, feel sorry for them. Like, these are heroes. Mm -hmm. And it's hard for us in America to articulate. I'm saying this as myself too, but I think the more that I know more believers who are just really, really bored with their life, they can't even articulate that kind of joy in their life. There's going to be a mental, sorry, Kyle. There's going to be a mental shift and a a, a heart shift that's going to happen amongst the believers in North America over the next, I would say, four to five years that um, 
It needs to happen. Yeah. Right. That needs to happen. And I just want to encourage all of us, you know, I I know it's voting season for many. This is going to come out, I think, right after the election. Here's the deal. The issues and challenges in our culture are not going to be fixed by politics. It does not matter who is in charge of Congress. It does not matter who is in charge of the White House. It does not matter because our battle is not against flesh and blood. It's a spiritual battle. And we have to be reminded that we should vote because we have the right to vote. Correct. Um, Correct. And we should be involved and engaged in the politics. Absolutely. But at the end of the day, it is a spiritual battle. And and we, I, I see it so many ways. Like, this is... This is a Thursday before game day Friday, Friday Night Lights. This is our final season of practice yeah. to kind of get into condition and get into shape so that we are ready for the game that's ahead, and it's going to be here before we know it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So I think, it's, it, it's, I think right now it's what we can do is prepare our hearts to go, God, where am I not trusting? Help me to understand where am I not trusting? What, what can I do to begin to... To walk forward and go, God, challenge my heart, challenge my my vision and and where I'm called to be. And God, am I in the right spot? And it's not like, okay, tomorrow I'm gonna I'm gonna be a better person. It's like, God, challenge me. Psalm one thirty nine. Search me and know me and know the parts of me. You know, examine my heart. See it to be any way that is not of you. And so if I'm I think that's what we can do right now. And then also go go and check out ChinaAid.org. Go and get that book. It's worth your price. It's worth the investment to go to go and hear all that. So uh, that's what I would challenge you to do. That's I would say, get out there, get on ChinaAid.org, donate, see what you can do. And I love even the idea of like writing letters to those right. in prison, right? Mm-hmm. Writing right. letters to those in prison who are are just literally they're sitting there waiting. Yeah. And when I mean that, they're not like, "Whoa, it's me," but they're just like, "God, I want to hear from you." Well, maybe you're the answer to that. To send a letter and go, I want to. I'm gonna. I'm gonna just say you're an encouragement to me. I'm grateful for your service. We, you are not forgotten in the midst of this, and I think that we can have joy in saying that we can be a part of that too and step out in boldness. Yeah, I was just gonna say he's living a life uh, that's crossed a line that 95 percent of Christians probably never will. Where he's Correct. living, yes. where any day he could be taken out. Mm-hmm. He's had hits on him. Yeah, two years ago he had a million dollars on his head. Million dollar head on his head. He's living where he knows he could be captured, tortured, killed at any time in this work. Mm-hmm. But he's, I, I, I'm, I'm searching for the words. But because of that, the fulfillment that he's getting by God and the blessings, yeah, is, is something that most of us may not ever really experience that kind right. of, of experience of God's. Yeah grace yep so yep yeah and you know he even talked about the mayflower church and let me explain that a little bit this these people were being persecuted they're they're not actually called the mayflower there was another name for their church but they actually all they literally took 60 people and 30 i'm thinking about 30 something kids wow a lot of them are under the age of 10 right so so they're they're all in jeju island which is like a little little island that's south of korea that's like they call it like china's hawaii and so in the midst of that these kids are over there they've been here for three years you know COVID wasn't necessarily a blessing, but it was for them because it locked the border down. They couldn't go back. So they had the freedom to stay there, and they had to stay there. So God protected them through that. So there they are sitting there. But then, then South Korea got pressure from China, and they're like, okay, we got to go. So they ended up going, going to, Thailand, to, to Thailand, but now I think they're going to go to Taiwan. And so there are a lot of funds that they need. I mean, I, they sent me the list one time, and it's like tens of thousands of dollars for 60 people. Right. And so, so if you're if you're at a church and you're like, Man, what can we do at Christmas time to help somebody we don't even have an idea? This would be a great idea to look at right. and go, What can we give? Because you're like, Well, I've only got a thousand dollars. Well guess what? That that might be enough for that for that those people to 
to have the medical needs that they need to have right. their baby. I don't know. So, anyways, thank you guys. If you haven't done it yet, uh, make sure you check out uh, the last week's podcast. Yes. It was uh, very, very powerful. Uh, Bill, thank you for having the connections. Yes. To be able to have some oh. of the best uh, speakers on board. Um, we didn't start off this way, so we're going to end this way. Info at knownlegacy.org. Yes. Um, you can get information. If you have questions or comments, go there. Uh, China Aid, you can also go to their website and get more information and yep. get up-to-date information about the persecution and some of the challenges that mm-hmm. are going on there. Yeah. And, um, you know, as always, you can buy uh, Bill's book. Yes. Um, there it is. More Than You, and uh, would love to see that. Uh, Morethanyoubook.com. Yep. Would love to see that in the journey and the hands of, of more guys. And Bob has a book out, too, that we yes. would encourage you to, to check into. Um, it's uh, God's Double Agent. And, uh, again, a, a phenomenal story of a faithful servant of Christ. Yeah. And uh, in closing, I just want to say uh, thank you to Brian Berry and just yeah. what he did. Uh, we are we are moving locations. We're going to be in a different spot next time we meet. Yeah, so thank our you, background's Brian. going to be different. So I just want to say thank you to Brian, the owner of a Cigar Shop here. And uh, we, we hope the best for you, man. Thanks a lot, man. This has been a great time here. And we've had some fun. It's been a good time. All right. God bless you guys. You guys have a great rest of a week. Thanks for listening to the Known Legacy Podcast. We'd love to hear from you. So email us your questions or comments to info at nolegacy.org.